What's going on, folks? Scheme to Death is back up in your ear with a special look at the early signings for the 2018 class for those USC Trojans. Man, I'm feeling good. Well, that's like a run-on sentence right there. <laughs> but anyway, man, you know what the particulars are. Get on over to Trojansports.com. Get yourself a subscription so you can hear more of this kind of talk, especially from a man, Chris Swanson, who is the best recruiting guy out there on the left coast. You already know this, man. So stop playing and get yourself a subscription so you can see him, Adam J. Maya, one of the greatest beat reporters you'll ever see, and myself doing those analysis, film breakdowns, X's and O's, scheme infrastructure, whatever you want to say. We got it going on at Trojansports.com. But you know who else has it going on? That will be my man. Paula Na Ote Ote. That's right. My man Na Ote Ote is doing his absolute thing as the highest rated member of this 2018 class. It's kind of cool to see eight members already in the fold uh, before um, the traditional signing day um, that I remember from forever in February. So just to know that this cat. Is actually going to be a Trojan, and there's not going to be anything that he can do about it. <laughs> we got you, homie. So, fantastic. You already heard, if you listen to, um, I believe, a couple of shows back, I had my man, Chris P. Swanson, up here, and we were uh, going over this this young man, and I wanted to know how for certain he would be to signing, you know. Some of these other guys didn't quite make it in the class that – we believe or, or, or Swanee believe would be in the class, but man goes to show you these are the breaks, but this man, I absolutely love very classic. I don't like to compare cats um, because of cultural religion and, and different stuff like that. But man, if this cat doesn't look like a young junior say out of you, I don't know. What, I don't know what to say, man. Uh, he can, he can, he can do a lot of stuff like junior used to do. You know, that was my man growing up right there, man. I remember collecting all those football cards with him and, wanting to play linebacker like him and he was definitely one of my early heroes oh god bless that that gentleman there so man this cat is extremely ferocious of course sideline to sideline very athletic uh, if we're talking about instant impact it may not be a need for next year cam smith coming back john houston coming back playing that but man it's almost like man would you keep these guys off the field I know my man is married to his scheme, uh, his 5-2 five, five, scheme, or 3-4 under, whatever you want to call it. But, man, could you imagine a 4-3 scheme with Cam Smith, Niall Teote, and John Houston? So that would be Houston at a strong side linebacker. I would put maybe Cam. I keep Cam in the middle, and then Niall Teote could play – I would say, yeah, at a weak side linebacker. He'd probably be better off in the middle, but I think he has enough athleticism that he can play on someone's weak side as well. But um, you got to get this guy in at least in a rotational basis. Uh, you can imagine this guy coming in kind of like some of these cats at Alabama, like a Mac Wilson and, and Ruben Foster. These guys start on special team with some of the biggest hits you'll ever see. And I think he can he can have that kind of spec, that kind of impact on special teams. And then – uh, move on from there. You know, got one year with Cam Smith before he moves into that particular role, and then we'll see what's what's going on there. But man, he's a fantastic player. Not much to be said about him. Man. Everybody always know he's the truth. Uh, he he will make an instant impact next season. Another guy who's an off the ball linebacker that's uh, decently intriguing is my man Raymond Scott. 
uh, Ray Scott, I did some of these kind of scout notes. You know, I, I like to do this a lot um, when I'm learning players anyway. If I go through and watch game film or if I'm at a game or something like that, I take the scout notes, you know. So I just put down, you know, you don't have time to be writing big time sentences. You got to put down stuff that you know and then later go in and fill in the blanks back then. But I remember putting down sure tackler, classic middle linebacker style, can make the claws and play out in space. Not superiorly athletic as far as suddenness, but it's fluid. And I put in six foot two question mark. I'm thinking maybe he's more like a six foot one, six foot kind of cat. Um, Very much like my man in Miami. Uh, his name is Shaq Quarterman. He's about six foot, maybe six foot one, but has that classic middle linebacker feel, you know? I said instincts to make play faster. Instincts make him play faster than he will time. And, of course, in the Trojan scheme, I got him more at a weak side inside linebacker just because of the players that will be coming in with. But he could also – I just say that because I think he's a little bit smaller than a, like a Niall Teote and some of these other guys that are off the ball that has some length like John Houston. So you really – it's hard to do weak side and, and strong side these days. Just because the advent of trade, you know, the trade game, motion shifts and everything like that. You're going to be able, going to have to take on blocks. You're going to have to play in space. You're going to have to be a complete player nowadays just just because, you know. So Raymond Scott, somebody I like. Um, will he make an instant impact? Mm, I don't know. Maybe you rest a guy like that. But he's got that classic feel, man. He will be a great 4-3, line, 4-3 I think, middle linebacker. Put on a little bit more size and he, Probably like 220 pounds right now. They get him up to 235 or something like that. Is he a big-time thumper? I didn't necessarily see that on film. But like I said before, a sure tackler. I don't really give a rip about thumping anymore. You know, I think that that's that's the 80s and 90s. I want people who wants to wrap up and, and, and secure tackles. Too many missed tackles out there, man. It's so – it drives me crazy. It's so disgusting. Wrap wrap up, man. When you hit wrap up, you know what I mean. Some of the OGs told me about that back in the day. When I was hitting, you gotta wrap up, and that that goes. You know, <laughs> can't go there, man. I want to get myself in trouble here. I got, you know, what I'm saying. I always get myself in trouble with these these double entendres. I'm a big proponent of really not red shirting people, so I can see him playing next season and, and contributing on special teams. You know, get the man some some playing time. Somebody else who could get some playing time, perhaps. You know, I think you can never have enough edge players. And I think about the guys coming back next year, Christian Rector. Um, Jordan Iacefa, he's a guy who can play out and in. So he's a, he's an interesting character. Porter Gustin. So you can have a little bit. Uh, Le- um, my man Liam. Uh, yeah, so a little bit of depth there. You know, even you have like Olawali Bituku who um, I'm a little scared of. There may be that B word might be coming out, and I ain't talking about beans. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about bust. But we'll see because this cat drummed up a lot, man, getting kicked out of um, Under Armour camps and talking a lot. So I want to see him do his thing, man. He reminds me of the cat of Tennessee who was a bust, and that's a cat named King Kongbo, Jonathan Kongbo, straight up bust. Ran his mouth, looked a million bucks, Best looking catch you'll see getting out the bus, and I see that too with number ninety nine, Batiku. He looks a million bucks getting out the bus, but man, can he actually play football? I don't know. We'll see this year, this coming year at least. 
But um, Abdul Malik McLean, I think uh, you flipped him from UCLA, man. He's, I, I got here, man, a crash linebacker, very handsy, great initial step. It reminds me of, of a John Abraham. John Abraham was my man that played with the Falcons. Um, He was one of those crash linebackers, bandit type ends. You can play him in a stand-up, stand-up linebacker. And you could also play him at a six or seven technique, put his hand in the ground. So you know that you have to do both at SC. I think that this guy is just one of them one of them freak athletes. Uh he's gonna be somebody that, that you know what I mean you're gonna have to pay attention to in the future. And he's originally, I believe, from Georgia, or at least spent some time here. So, you know, I like that <laughs> for sure. So um I can see this guy if you can teach him enough with the type of athleticism he have athleticism he has. He can play on the strong side. Somebody strong side. I like to see him going against some tight ends. Can he be like that? Um, even reminds me a little bit of an LSU cat named Arden Key who will be a high draft pick, or at least he will be before the process plays itself out and they have to dig into his personal life. But just off the talent alone, uh, Arden Key is definitely, a, to me, a top five pick. So this guy has that type of talent coming out of J. Sarah Catholic, Capistrano, California. So that's my man, of course, coming out of Bishop Gorman. I talked about my man coming out of Harbor City, California. So West Coast, West Coast love right there. Um, Some more West Coast love goes out to an interior player who could definitely be an instant impact guy because you got to wonder what goes on in the interior with SC, with Nico Fala being lost to graduation. Who can step in there? whole lot of guards on the team. Um, I honestly thought that Toa Lobendon would probably be the best center. But, man, what could you say about him at on the edge as an exterior player? Not that bad. Not that bad at all. It doesn't look good, you know, when you see your short-ass left tackle next to a tall left guard. It looks inverted. But, man, the results are the results. Uh, he's just a good football player. Uh, why not bring in a, a young center? I love when I see young centers out there. It's a tough position to play from a standpoint if you don't have a guy like Sam Darnold, maybe if you have two inexperienced guys, an inexperienced center and an inexperienced quarterback, you may not want to go that route. But depending, it just depends on the player. But if you do have like a Sam Darnold coming back, uh, Justin Dedich from Temecula, California, home of Team Quest. Uh, Team Quest's own Dan Henderson, if you guys follow MMA, man. Hendo was my guy. Um, Greco-Roman wrestler. Knock everybody out, so. Got some tough guys coming from that part of the world. So my man Justin is, is, is one in the same. Definitely like him a lot. He moves a lot. He, he moves very well. And, you know, you're going to expect that from your center. Centers can definitely kick out to either guard spots. Um, If we see him with like Toa Lobana, he can kick out everywhere. I still think of him as a, a as more of a center guard type Toa. Um, He seems to have uh, have the smarts. Able to, he has longer arms than I, I would expect from a center. I really like that. Uh, both of these guys that I'm going to talk about at the offensive line seem to have long arms. At least they seem to use their arms very well. Uh, yeah, I, I really do like Justin. That is, and I can definitely see him coming in and getting some time next year on the interior. But there are a ton of people biding, biding some time, and there are a ton of people who got time this year. So that's always a good thing going into next year when you got a lot of experience on your offensive line. I really like my man coming out of Temecula. All right. Who's next? Who I got down here? 
Marquis Step is a guy, um, if you read Trojansports.com, I was asked to do a breakdown of him. He's somebody that I have been paying attention to for a long time because I actually thought that he was going to Notre Dame. I'm not sure if he was committed to Notre Dame. or I don't know. I felt like it was an upset that USC got this guy. And he looks a lot bigger than he's listed to me. To me, he looks like more in a 220, round, 220 range at six feet tall. He's physical, man. I love change of pace cuts. If you think about Stephen Carr being the number one guy, and he's lightning. You bring in a thunder with him. That's why I like Vavai Malapai as well. You know, he could be a good, a, a good guy to to go with Malapai. You know, you don't you, you don't lose anything there as far as style. He may be even more physical, but he also has some of that Vavai in him as well. Vavai can make you miss. Vavai is a kind of a slasher. Uh, can make you kind of miss in a phone book, but can run you over and plays that physical. Marquis Step is just like that. And you got this guy of Indianapolis, Indiana. It's proven that the reach of the Trojans goes super far. Uh, Cathedral. So that's a, definitely a school I've heard about over the years. And I like Marquis Step a lot. You know me. I want everybody in Trojan land out there to follow behind me, man. And let's get this Stanford type. Wisconsin offense going and start pounding these guys. You can see these cats in the, in, in, on the West Coast can't compete, you know. You definitely want to get that physicality going now, man, with boys up in UCLA, UCLA about to do what they do. You remember how physical they were. Uh, it may look fun. It may look different because it was coming from a spread outfit. They would spread you out, but they would do that to run the ball. I think SC with the type of athletes that it's going to get um, until he can really get it up and going over there. My man Chip Kelly at, at UCLA. Uh, start pounding these guys. Physicality is a great equalizer, but when you take talented teams like USC and you become physical, uh, that's when you where you get your Georgias and your Alabamas and your LSUs. Uh, USC should be exactly like that. Getting in some good um, interior line prospects. Let's get those opposite pull opposite pulls going with the guards. Uh, let's get some of those trap plays going. Man, let's get some leads. Let's do everything. And Marquis Step is that guy. He's that guy right there. So that's a nice pickup, nice addition, something different, you know. Uh, looking at his frame, he's 220, maybe he's 225 pounds. You know that would be different. You ain't seen that in a minute. All right. So moving on there, who do I have here in my notes? I have my man, Kunai Munga. I put down there, man, he's explosive. Calling him a wild man, weak side, outside linebacker, chase kind of guy. Could be a 4-3 outside linebacker in a in a under front, um, meaning he could be the, a strong side in an under front. You know, put him on the line of scrimmage, let him rush the pass, kind of like Von Miller was with Denver when they were a 4-3 outfit. Um, I put down here Kakai, Kakia, I forget what his name was. He plays for the New Orleans Saints right now and played at Washington. He kind of reminds me of that guy. I don't want to disrespect that man's name, so I'm going to have to look him up and see what his name is. And that's my man, Haoli Kikaha. Uh, uh, something like that. Haoli Kikaha. And my man was an absolute terror at Washington. And he does pretty well um, from the time that I've seen him with the Saints. He may be kind of miscast in the, in the Saints defense. Um, but for the most part, I, li- I like what I see, you know. Same thing with my man, Manga. I love those players who can get out on the weak side and can chase you down. I love those players who can play in space. A lot of things you can do with these guys. They can be third down demons at the very least. So he can come in and make an impact. And same thing with my man, Malik McClain. So we'll see. But I love the loading up of edge players. 
especially in addition to what you already have. And those guys get to learn from some of those upperclassmen. Wish you had another year of Uchenna Nuusu, though. Come on now. That guy is a straight-up baller. All right. I also want to talk about Liam Douglas, who I'm not so sure about from what I see. I know he's labeled as a left tackle. I don't see that type of feat from him. Uh, I think he's a decent athlete, but he's more of a guy that I could, uh, of a cat that I could see kick inside, maybe at a left guard. I think he would look good there at a left guard. I know about a left tackle playing out on the edge, going against guys like Manga and Kikaha. <laughs> I think he may struggle in that aspect. But then again, he's just a high school senior, and when he gets taught by uh, his coaches at USC, of course you're going to improve. You can get taught by better, better coaches and you're playing around better players. So, of course, competition rules all, and it makes us all better. So I'm always competing. But, man, he has pretty good arm length for an exterior player, but it'll work even better on the inside, if you ask me. I don't know. I'd like to know what you guys think about him. Not necessarily my favorite prospect as far as if he's projecting as an exterior, as an exterior player. But if he's playing on the inside, let's get it. You know? That's it. I think he uses his hands pretty well, though. But I said I don't see elite lateral movement from him. So we'll see. That's Liam Douglas. Um, Liam Douglas, where they, they have to have gotten him from the West Coast as well. Let me check on that. Yes, sir. Studio City, Cali. And my man, Manga, of course, is from Hawaii. Now, I'll tell you what. I'm going to make it my duty to get better at pronouncing these Polynesian Polynesian names. I would, I love, you know what I'm saying? Adhering to everyone else's culture. I wouldn't want nobody messing up my name, even though it's easy or whatever. Murph Baldwin, but come on. I got to get better at that, man. So I guess the more and more I see these names, I guess it become more and more fluid, but you know, some all time favorite players are, are Polynesian. Like I said, Junior Seau and man, I would kill right now to meet Troy Palomalu. That was my guy. You just do not know, especially towards the end of my time playing. And I was playing safety and I was playing um, in a 4-4 defense when I was playing the split, the uh, kind of outside linebacker, rover, hybrid kind of player. Man, I tried to be like that guy, man, just roaming, just roaming and just freelancing within the defense as much as I could. Uh, He was fun to watch, man. I'm, you guys got me reminiscing, man. I'm about to go ahead and crank up some Pittsburgh right now. Go watch some old Steeler games and watch some old SC games with my man Troy Palomalu. All right, so, man, is that everybody? Is that, was that all eight players? Oh, man, I'm forgetting about my man Chase Williams. Chase Williams, he could definitely make an impact. Uh, if you're listening to him as a cornerback, he plays receiver very well and um, has some good size on him that way. But, man, on the flip side of that, anytime I see a good receiver who converts to cornerback – only thing I can think of is, man, the agility in those hands. You don't see hands at, at the defensive position that much. Um, um, I wonder about maybe his physicality, though, at, at the cornerback position. But, man, you don't got to be super physical like a, a Mon Marshall or something like that. I just need you to be able to tackle, <laughs> get that sh- wrap up, get those short tackles. But I want you to be able to play that ball in the air track. I want you to um, work them 50-50 situations. Uh, I need you to, you know what I'm saying, excel with two-way goals. I want you to be in that film room. We need some hit 
SC cornerbacks. They need to hit on this position extremely big, just like they've done at the safety position with like Marvell Tell and some of these guys. Um, the cornerback position is another thing. I even think about TJ McDonald. I love that guy too. SC done had some safeties over the years, haven't they? Man, TJ McDonald, that guy was a freak. He's still a freak. Big hitter. But, um, yeah, so Chase Williams, uh, we've seen it happen the past couple of years. Uh, when you think about Jack Jones and Amon Marshall, uh, freshman cornerbacks get a chance to come into SC and shine. So is he that guy coming out of Corona? He uh, could be. Could be. Got some elite athleticism as far as his ability to leap. I think he's got good speed, too. I like him. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. I believe he was a flip maybe from Nebraska. I forget where I first heard about him from. Uh, eight players, I can dig it. Your first eight players, this is it right here. I'm still bummed about, man, I don't even really want to talk about it. I'm still in shock. But you saw the love I had for Jaden Woodby and think about teaming him up with Bubba Bolden. Man, that was going to be my dream team right there, man. But, you know. He'll be there at Florida State. So, maybe you see those guys in the playoffs one year. But Bubba Bolden, I can't wait to see that guy play. Can't wait to see Chase Williams out there in the secondary as well. Some of these young guys that they have going on. I want to see my man, you know what I mean? My man that they got from 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 way down there in Florida. Is he ever going to play? My man Jamel Cook. I mean, he got him right from Miami. You think about the, the plight of the Hurricane secondary. They know they could use a cat like that at Miami. So, now hopefully he gets it together. We get to see his big ass out there, man. Cat is six foot four, two hundred pounds. You know, Taylor Mays in that bad boy. It's another safety out there. So, man, come on now. You can't name USC without naming any safety. Safety University. Safety University. The University of Safety, California. All right. So, man, that'll do it right there. I just wanted to give you guys kind of an overview of these first eight guys coming into class. I like the early signing period just from that particular standpoint. I still think it's weird uh, from some of these other teams, like the team that I cover in Alabama, them having to deal with this while they're getting ready for uh, the biggest game of the year in the college football playoffs. But at least you know where, where these guys stand. Some of these commits have not committed. Um, man, my man, who was I missing out there? Man, Trevor Trout, I want to see him get up in the get up in the fold. I guess he's going to wait till February. Or there's still another day. When you guys hear this, there's one more day left in the period. Maybe we can see what Trevor Trout's all about. And my man Latuli Gasanoa. We'll see what you what's going on with him too, man. A couple of DT prospects. You know you need that beef on the inside. You need that shade, that one technique or that zero technique, depending on how you want to play. So you can let some of these guys, like my man Niall Teote, Rome, you know, keep these boys off of them. Keep them boys off of Raymond Scott and off of Niall Teote. All right. But thank you for listening. Once again, this is Scheme to Death. I'm your boy Murph Baldwin. You can find me at Murph Baldwin on Twitter. That's M-U-R-F-B-A-L-D-W-I-N. Shoot your boy a holler. If you want to holler at me through the email, it's MurphBaldwin at gmail.com. I love to talk football, and I love to talk football with people out there in the Trojan land, being all the way out here in Georgia, and nobody wants to talk about the Trojans out here, so. It's all good. All right. But for now, I am out.